Good morning, Queer Steak. I hope you had a great Pride weekend. I know that I, for one, am exhausted, and I'm not trying to be cute. The last two days, I have just been drained of everything. I haven't walked that much since I lived in Chicago, and it's starting to show, and I just want to go into a coma for like a week and recover all of my strength. Okay, enough about me. How are all of you? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... Ooh, uh... Okay, Okay. well, look. I'm not the greatest helper, but if you need, if you need some assistance with that, uh, just feel free to call me, okay? Uh, now, for the podcast, this time around, I went up to Idaho and visited my friend Caitlin who is a fellow moderator on the Queer Steak that's on Tumblr. Um, To set the scene, it's Taco Bell. (laughs) Um, Chances are you've been inside at least one Taco Bell in your lifetime, and they they all kind of look the same. Um, Plasticky, happy, yet simultaneously sad. And it feels a little bit like it's sucking your soul power just being there. I blame the fluorescent lights. And I know that the food is also pretty divisive, but if I'm being honest, the Crunchwrap Supreme has saved me on multiple occasions. Now kick back, grab a Crunchwrap Supreme, and enjoy. Hey, um, hi everyone, this is Mika. This is Caitlin. And we are in a library. So if we get suddenly quiet, you know why? Because I'm very paranoid. I don't like disturbing people. No worries. You know what? If they, if they don't like us, they'll come and yell at us. That's true. I don't like being yelled at either, though. Uh, good point. Good point. Um, okay. We'll, we'll be quiet. Yeah. We'll, we'll do our best. <laughs> um, anyway, um, how do we know each other? I think that's a good place to start. Well, we know each other from Tumblr. Uh, we're both mods on Queer Steak. Mm-hmm. Um, I was made a mod recently. It's been super fun, and I'm loving it. And so that's how we know each other. Yeah, cool. The end. That's it. That's all. <laughs> it's the a good time. Stick. It's yeah. a good time. Uh, no, I'm gonna like just pass the time over to you. Give you the the talking stick. Okay. Um, because you have some stories for me or us, if I include the listener. Yeah. Me, they're for me. <laughs> Only for you. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> turn off. Turn off the podcast. <laughs> Stop listening now. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I guess I could talk about the day that I realized I was asexual. It's kind of funny. I tell this story a lot because um, I've given a couple like presentations about being asexual. I don't know. It's always kind of a laugh. But uh, I heard about the concept of, of like asexuality and aromanticism in like high school and they were always things that, like, it always kind of stuck out to me, you know? And I was always like, hmm, that's interesting, you know, that that's a, that's a word. <laughs> um, but then I, 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 like, refused to, like, you know, like, ask myself those questions, like, you know, but I was like, that's pretty cool, but that's not me. Um, and so I just thought that for years, and I would, I would like, think about it, and I, I would refer to it as a can of worms. <laughs> and I'd always say to myself, I'm not opening that can of worms today. <laughs> um, 
and I would just like think about it periodically and convince myself that I was wrong, you know? And so I lived like this until like a month after the mission when I had just like gotten home. And I was talking to this friend about this person, this like guy she was seeing, and <laughs> I was like trying to give her advice and stuff. And <laughs> after a couple days of trying to help her with this relationship, I was, because it was like this weird, like, I did not understand like why she was like why they were talking to each other like you know (laughs) (laughs) and she would always be like well I just want to talk to him or like something and I'd be like but why (laughs) why though why yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and so finally like in the middle of this um I made like I made this comment we closed in 10 minutes oh thank you so much oh boy we're gonna have to relocate I'm recording our training to Taco Bell. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Where is the Taco Bell? It's... I gotta get my bearings. It's this way. Okay. I think. Taco Bell. <laughs> um, yeah, no, anyway, so... It was really funny. I was trying to, to help her with this relationship. And I made this comment, like... Sort of as a joke. Where I was like, well, like, I'm sorry I can't, like, help more, but I'm, like, sort of a romantic, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And she was like, what, really? And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I have to deal with this now. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> it, like, hit me like I got hit by a truck. And I was like, wow, I really am, huh? <laughs> uh, and... Like, I know that's not, like, how most people come to realize that they're not straight. So it's kind of funny, you know, that it wasn't... I mean, there's, like, obviously this long period of questioning throughout my life. But, like, I had refused to think about it for so long that I feel like when I when I got home from the mission that God was just like, all right, like, we're going to sit down, you're going to deal with this. Uh, where, did you serve, where did you serve your mission? Oh, LA. Oh, cool. California of all places. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good, how about you? Uh, okay. Oh, oh. No, no worries. Oh, do you want me to take this? Oh. Hello. So, okay, you told us how you realized you were a romantic? Yeah, I mean, both. Less, both. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, in that moment. In, yes, <laughs> that beautiful moment. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, what's, what came after that? Um, well, it was a little tough after that um, because it wasn't like a slow realization, you know, where you like have time to come to terms with it. It was, I don't know, like the spirit just like slapped me in the face with it. <laughs> and, and then I, I had to come to terms with it you know after that so for the next couple weeks it was a little hard like being like well all my life plans are different now you know like I'm not who I was trying to convince myself that I was for years (laughs) you know and that's kind of life shaking a little bit um and you know I'm sure that's something that you understand I kind of worked on 
readjusting my vision, I guess. Your vision board? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know, I mean, it all worked out. Like, I would not want myself to be different. I don't know, I'm glad I am the way I am. You know, it's not something that's easy to learn to love yourself, but it's not impossible either. Inspiration. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's your inspirational quote for the day, folks. <laughs> Put that on Pinterest. <laughs> um, Make sure to quote you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Put, put, put a link to my Etsy. <laughs> they can buy things from me. <laughs> How's your crunch wrap? Um, amazing, as always. <laughs> oh, good. Like, Taco Bell sponsor him. <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell is not sponsoring us. <laughs> like, I know people knock Taco Bell. Yeah. Um, but they're weak. And that's what it is. <laughs> that's true. That's and true. I, I can love, vouch for that. My friend Soraya and I love going to Taco Bell. And it's... I've oh, got no words for it. Just the crunch wrap has been such an integral part of my life <laughs> for ten plus years. Absolutely. So I just can't. I can't deny that part of me. It's delicious. It's delicious. I'm. I'm a fan. I'm. I'm glad that we have this Taco Bell so close to my house. How How would you describe like what does being aromantic feel like? If you could describe it, yeah. that's a weird thing to. No, I get you. Um, well, first off, awesome. Because <laughs> I'm great. Um, no, I'm just going to go ahead and say, like... Oh, God, I hope this is done. So, like, sometimes I wish I were aromantic. Like, <laughs> I just don't want to deal with romance. Yeah, people say that to me a lot. Like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Same. No, I, I think... I mean, I guess... I don't know, like... To say what it's like to be aromantic or asexual, like, I, I don't know, there were, there's just, I, I, I guess I'd have to look for more stories. <laughs> um, I don't know, there's, there were times, uh, like, when I was a kid, that, like, you know, people would be talking about, like, being excited to, like, talk to boys or date or something, and I would be like, but why, though? <laughs> like... And I, I genuinely, for the longest time, like, I really thought that, like, romance was, like, some sort of scam. And I was being lied to, and it was, like, the Truman Show, <laughs> you know? Where, like, I, I just thought everybody did this stuff because they were, like, expected to, you know? And not because it's something that, like, genuinely, like, came out of their hearts, like, that's really what they wanted. Like, I was like, well, you know, you just want to fit in, like because this is something that's so alien like why would you why would you want to press your mouth against somebody else's mouth (laughs) Um, my friend andrew has a roommate who's 18 and on their their window of their dorm has put in tape like um kissing is gross um change my change my point of view which you might think is like someone like, oh, I just want to get some, some kissing. No, he really thinks kissing is gross. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> uh, like, I've, I've talked to him about this, and that kid is a riot, let That's me tell funny. you. Uh, I've actually, some girls, the, the first time I was there, um, some girls, it was, it was like at midnight, mm-hmm. and some girls started knocking on the window, 
And so we turned out the lights and they were giggling and knocking on the window like, no, we don't want to deal with you. Um, th this particular roommate has gone to sleep. Yeah. Like, leave us alone. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Huh. Um, anyway, yeah, kissing. Kissing is gross. Yeah. I like it, but it is gross. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I, I joke. Like, I get, you know, people dig kissing. Whatever. <laughs> it's, but I I just think it's kind of funny. Um, yeah, no, so there's, there was just, like, stuff like that. Like, that as a kid, it was, like, everybody was reading from a book. And I was like on a completely different book, you know? <laughs> and I was like, where, where are you getting this? Um, so I, I'd say that's one, of, one way to describe what it feels like to be a romantic bisexual. Um, I don't know, what's some funny stories from that? Like being at the ball where everyone is paired up and you don't find any of them attractive. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's like not this kind of stuff, like the whole sex and romance thing and attraction and everything, it's just like not a part of my world, like at all, like not even like one iota, you know? Um, but anyway, yeah, no, it's, it is just like feels fake to me. So that's, that's kind of one way to describe it. Romance is a lie. Yes. Has anyone like pursued you? Yes, I actually dated somebody for several years. Oh, when was this? Yeah, so this was in high school. The thing was, was that he lived super, super far away. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, basically only liked to send letters. Because he was, like, one of those people who's, like, old-fashioned-y, like, romantic-y, yeah. you know? And so he, like, would send me handwritten letters. And so it was, we, we were dating, but, like, I never had to see him or talk to him or touch him or or even acknowledge that he was a living person Truly ever <laughs> literally <laughs> so uh, we didn't really date like would be and I, I think if he was closer and if he did expect me to like do things like hold his hand or like go on dates with him or something I would have maybe realized sooner um but it was always really weird for me because he would always be like, oh, like, I wish I could kiss you. Or he'd be like, I love you or something. And I would feel really bad because, like, I would be like, I know that I really dig you. Like, we're friends. Like, we're close-ish, you know. But I could tell that I didn't quite feel the same way that he did. And But I really just thought it was because, like, on some level he was, like, a little kind of, he was kind of immature, you know, I thought. And... I was like, well, I'm sure, you know, you'll, you'll grow up and you'll also realize that romance is fake. <laughs> and then we'll just be friends, you know? Um, it's going to be the title of my memoir. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you grow up and realize that romance is fake. <laughs> Same. A memoir. <laughs> <laughs> For real, though. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of how that went down. Um, and I just felt bad for so long for, like, feeling different than I knew he was feeling. And it was weird to me. But that's also one of the reasons that I would, like, refuse to, like, consider that I was asexual or romantic because I would be like, well, I can't be because I'm dating this guy. And I wouldn't be dating him if I was. You know? Loophole. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I didn't really let myself think further than that. Like, obviously, that's, you know, ridiculous. But I just wasn't ready to, I don't know, consider it. But... 
I don't know. I, I broke up with him on the mission um, because you know we, That's I, a good excuse. Yeah, yeah, and and the thing is, I like I left on the mission and I was like, well, maybe like I should break up with him because I'm on the mission. But then I was like, but I know he's not gonna like distract me. <laughs> I'm not distracted at all. So like, I it wasn't something that I really cared about. But I. I'd started feeling like we weren't even hardly even friends, and I felt like he didn't know me because he kept being gushy, you know? And I, I was like, if you knew me, you would know that I hate that, you know? And then I broke up with him on the mission, um, like a month or two in, um, because I was, I, I, I kind of, looking back, the email that I wrote him was kind of cold, and I didn't mean for it to be. Like, I really didn't. I thought this was the nicest, I thought, put a lot of thought into it, and I was like, this is the nicest way I can do it. Because I really did not believe that it was possible that he could genuinely feel the way that he was saying that he was feeling, you know? And so I was like, I sent him this email, and I was like, hey, dude, um, I'm breaking up with you, but I'm, I think we can still be friends, and I really cherish your friendship you know but I like that's basically like all I said <clears throat> and he was really upset yeah I don't know realizing later kind of all makes sense yeah like why I couldn't connect with him on that level had he told him no we don't really talk anymore he's married no well quickly 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 um, is he LDS he is yeah yeah did he serve a mission he did he served in Texas okay mm-hmm. he's a nice dude he's a very nice dude. If, you, if you're listening to this <laughs> you're a nice fella, um, and I'm glad we were friends. <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> I really hope he listens to this now. <laughs> I don't. I don't think he will. It's not really his speed, but um, yeah, no, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So anyway, that that was that was my experience with dating somebody in high school. It was also kind of nice for me because then all throughout high school, well, nice and good and bad because I could be like. Well, I'm not interested in anybody that I see ever, ever, because I'm dating someone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was able to, like, kind of use that as a, as a scapegoat in a lot of different ways. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I think God kind of set it up so that I would find out when and where I needed to. That's kind of my thought. Yeah. Um, in college, junior year, my RA... He, one day, out of the blue, asked me, like, Mika, who are you dating? I see you with all of these women, but never one more with the other. So who is it? I just kind of gave him this look like, I, n- none of them. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, like, you've got to be dating one. I just, you know, gave him that look like, uh, I just turned around and walked into my bedroom. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of people wonder, like, because I say to like, oh, like it'd be nice to like be dating someone, mm-hmm. so like that'd be cool. And one girl even confronted me about it once, and said like, hey, you say that, but like there, there are like all these girls who mm-hmm. um, are interested in you, and you just don't see it. And I still want to know who those girls are, <laughs> but also I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel you, you. You're probably all married now with someone who's attracted to you and loves you very dearly. Yeah. So you dodged a bullet, really? Because <laughs> I was a mess. Um, 
I'd like to co-sign on that. I, I also feel the same way about myself. Um, yeah, it's just, just a big gay mess. <laughs> you know, I find there's a lot of overlap between, like, asexual and aromantic experiences and the experiences of, like, lesbian or gay people. You know, which, obviously, like, we're both queer, but I, I don't, we both kind of grow up with this expectation that, like, you're going to like guys or you're going to like girls and that's just how it's going to be. Hmm. And then, you know, a lot of people don't understand why they don't for a long time, yeah. like, have that that attraction to, you know, this one specific gender that they're supposed to. Um, so, I, I don't know, there's, there's a lot of overlap in the things that we experience. I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and I like how, like, everyone's suggestion is just like, you just need to date someone, or you just need to have sex. Yeah. Lesbians, you just need to have sex with a dude. Mm-hmm. Dudes, you were molested as a child. Um, asexuals, you just need to have sex. Exactly. Cool. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Never tell it again. No, honestly. <laughs> we, we hear a lot of similar comments, I feel like. And they're all garbage. Bad bad takes. I need more fire sauce, but I don't want to get up. I'm closer. You sure? Yeah. Oh, gal. I'm kicking things. We always take home... <laughs> we take home handfuls and handfuls of this stuff. So. <laughs> For my birthday one year... Like, my sister celebrated the entire week leading up to my birthday. No fun! And, like, one day, um, she had sporks they could get a Taco Bell at the time leading from, like, the driveway into my bedroom, where there was a pile of sporks and fire sauce. (laughs) And apparently, like, she had been collecting that for a few months. Like, she and her friend. That's cute! Yeah, my sister is prepared. And she loves me. Oh, that's so kind. I love you, Rebecca. That sounds adorable. Like a shout out to my siblings. Hi. <laughs> um, so I'm non-binary. Um, and just in case you're wondering, I, I do they them. So, you know, that's kind of fun. <laughs> that So I guess realizing that I was non-binary took a lot longer than realizing I was asexual. God didn't just hit me over the head with that one, unfortunately. Um, and it was... I mean... <sighs> Gender is such a nebulous thing that it's hard to conceptualize. For a long time, as a kid, like, and, and, and I guess, I mean, still now, like, I would always just be like, like, I don't understand what gender is supposed to be. Like, I know what, like, the church says it is, and that's, like, it. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um <clears throat> And I remember I would write, like, journal entries, and I've had fights with my parents, like my mother, about it sometimes, where she would be like, well, if you're not going to, like, wear makeup to school or, or wear dresses or, like, you know, do, blah, blah, you know, insert stereotypically feminine thing here, then, like, what makes you a girl? And I would be like, well, I don't know. Like, why, <laughs> why am I, why do I have to know that? Like, you're the one who's telling me I'm a girl. Like, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> and after realizing I was asexual, that kind of opened the door to questioning my gender because then I was like, well, if I thought, like if I convinced myself I was straight this whole time, maybe I'm like convincing myself that I'm a girl, you know? Like maybe I, maybe this is more me than I am letting myself realize, you know? Um, And so I thought about it for a really, really long time um, and you, right now, I use non-binary because I think it's it's the most 
broad thing, you know? Like, I, it feels right. It feels good. Um, and it, I, it feels like I don't have to have, like, a specific boundary or anything, you know, of anything stopping me from doing whatever I want, um, like, gender-wise. So, that's nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. It's pleasant. <laughs> Quote me on that. <laughs> um... It's kind of funny because I felt when I when people first started using they for me, it was really nice. Um, Cause like every time somebody like I'm sure this is like a relatable feel for anybody who's not cis, but like whenever somebody uses she for me, like it feels like a very tiny dagger on my back. <laughs> um, and I know you know like people who do it, who they know and they like do it unintentionally. I know it's fine. It really is fine. But hearing they like feels like sparkles in my heart, <laughs> and it's really nice. When, when I was a kid, like second grade, mm-hmm. I guess people had a hard time telling my gender, mm-hmm. and I blamed the bowl cut that I had. Oh, bold um, choice! I love it. But like remember in the second grade recess, like two girls walk up to me and ask me, like, "Are you a boy or are you a girl?" Mm-hmm. I'm obviously a boy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what happened after that. I think they just walked away. <laughs> That's funny. But I was very confused. Very, very. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I feel you. I get that a lot now. Actually, bathrooms are a nightmare. Um. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, because I, I use the women's restroom because I don't. If I use, if I use the men's restroom, I feel like. I have more frequent chance of being yelled at, you yeah. know, because most of my clothes, like, are from the women's section, because, I don't know, my parents still bought a ton of them, yeah. you know, and I'm, they refuse to do anything else, um, and, but I, like, I don't, I can't tell how people read me on different days, you know, I feel like I just look like a person, and I dress, like, I feel, like, pretty masculinely, like, most of the time, mm-hmm. um, so it is. <laughs> I have a ton of button-ups that are really fun, but like, I don't know. Everyone should wear flannel. It's cozy. Yeah. It's cozy. It's it's very neutral looking. Makes you confusing. It's great. <laughs> but anyway, sometimes I'll walk into the bathroom, people will scream. Um, what? Yeah, or they'll run out, or they'll be like, you're in the wrong bathroom. <laughs> or I'll just be like, I don't know what you people want me to do, just leave me alone. I don't want to be here either. <laughs> Let me get in, get out. So, that's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> I know, so right? Do, do you try and locate, like, the family bathrooms? I try. It's, like, not easy in a lot of places, and sometimes you're just stuck. But I'm usually using the bathroom um, in a specific building on campus, um, just because that's where I have all my classes. And so I'll, like, time it right where I don't, like, use the restroom in between classes, hmm. because that's when everybody's like in there but if I go in the middle of a class it's usually empty or like if there's somebody like standing in front of the bathroom I'll like go to a different floor yeah you know just to avoid like I just if I I swear if I had a dime for every time somebody has like said or done something weird I'd be a millionaire it's it's really weird I don't know weird stuff yeah it's really nothing else to say to that just (laughs) no honestly just ugh no for real yeah I went into a bathroom once at a gas station, and when I came out, there was a little lady standing 
in, like, in front of the bathroom, like, waiting for me to come out. Yeah. But then, like, she looked at me and then was obviously, like, unsure about what bathroom she was standing in front of. And so she loudly, like, she was clearly old, you know, that she, like, loudly screamed, are you a boy or a girl? <laughs> like, for the whole <laughs> gas station here. And I was just like, it's a family bathroom. You can go in. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and I ran out, but... Yeah, you get a lot of weird <laughs> stories looking like I do and going into bathrooms. So. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Um, is there like any last words you have? Um, I feel like I should. <laughs> What's a cool last thing to say? Okay, well now I'm put on the spot so I can't think of it. I know, same. It's been cool to be here, folks. <laughs> um, oh, if you could pair this discussion uh, yes. with anything, what would you pair it with? Hmm. A mint chocolate bar. A chocolate bar. Yeah, like those little Andes chocolate bars that oh, they make. Oh, those are great. Yeah. My mom hates those. She hates oh, really? chocolate and mint. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well then, mint chocolate bar for everybody else, but. Um, Normal chocolate bar for your mother? Okay, yeah. Okay. Cool, that works. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> um, also, I've had caffeine like three times in the past year, and so this Baja Blast is like giving me this weird energy right now. I'm so sorry. That's so the worst. It's, it's a great place to end on. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. And I'll, I'll see you on Tumblr. <laughs> Absolutely, I'll see you on Tumblr too. Hey, hey, thanks again for listening. And a big thank you to Caitlin. And Taco Bell. Thank you, Taco Bell. You are not our sponsor, but uh, that Crunchwrap Supreme. It's just delightful. Um, a big thank you to Britain for the podcast image and to Pink Pocket Squares for the use of their song Tainted Rhythm. If you need to get a hold of me, head on over to the Queer Steak Facebook page and send a message. Uh, oh, uh, the next episode, I'm going to aim for next week, but it's either going to be next Tuesday or two weeks from now. Hopefully next week, though. I'll see you all soon. Follow that tainted, follow that tainted, follow that tainted.